In Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16, Paul tells us to be careful how we walk, to make the best of our time because the days are evil. In other words, redeem our time. I don't know about you, friend, but as disciplined as I am, I'm not always good at redeeming my time. And that's why I'm excited to bring you this conversation with my friend, Lissa Figgins. Lissa is a coach and the host of the Redeem Her Time podcast. She says, as a recovering to-do list girl, she inspires and equips busy Christian women to be more present through faith-led life planning and time management. And she has a lot to teach us today about redeeming our time. So let's dive in. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. You have joined us in the summer of 2023, and we are talking about time, redeeming our time, being a good steward of time. What does that mean for us as Christian women pursuing success? And I am excited to have my friend, Lissa Figgins here. Now, she is my go-to all around redeeming time, and I'm excited for her to speak life into you today around what does it mean to redeem time? Why is it important? And share a little bit of her story. So, Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Tell us about you. Thank you. It is so great to be here. And I love getting to have conversations around something that affects every single person on the planet, <laughs> right? But we're also doing it from, hey, we're not just people. We're also, we're also daughters of the king, right? And so our view of time should look different than the rest of the world's. And the rest, you know, you teach people how, how to do business, you know, in a different way than the rest of the world. And I teach women how to use their time in a different way. And, and really, you know, a lot of this comes from, came from me listening to what women were saying when I would ask, like, how is life lately? And do you know what word I heard most often? It was the word busy or some form, some version of that. Oh, life's always busy. Oh, always busy, busy, busy. Or so many things on my plate or so much going on or, you know, some version of that. And, and then to be honest, like I was hearing that come out of my mouth a lot too. And, and I've noticed that sadly it's become the norm. Um, and it's even worn as a badge of honor, right? Like I'm busy. I must be important. Um, but honestly, inside, I know for me and for the hundreds of women that I've, I've talked and asked this question to, we're really in, on the inside completely exhausted because we're yeah. literally being pulled in so many different directions with so much on our plate. And like at some point, something's got to give and usually it's us. Mm. Yes. You know, I love that you mentioned that busy as a badge because I do think that that is chronic. It is chronic mm -hmm. in today's mm -hmm. world. And you started with something that I think I, I just want to bring forward. And that is we need to look at time differently and redeem our time differently as Christian women, as believers. So what mm -hmm. does that mean to do that differently for believers? Yeah. Well, the verse that I've really built my everything that I do on, it was interesting. It came to me when I was really just praying about, I, I felt like God was stirring something in me and my business. 
I had been, I started as a life coach. I'm actually, I started as a health coach, right? And then I got into life coaching, which was great, but I felt like there are a lot of life coaches out there. What is it that God's really like put in my story and something that he's really equipped me with that can really help Christian women? And this whole idea of time came up. And so I was sitting in, in, um, in service and our pastor was preaching from Ephesians one and he said the word redeem. And all of a sudden it just clicked. I was like, oh, redeeming your time. So I quickly flipped to Ephesians 5. So I wasn't that far off from where he was preaching. I was still paying attention, but here's what it says. Ephesians 5, 16 through 17 says, look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time, or some versions say making the best use of it because, and I love two different ways of saying this based on which version you're reading, either because the days are evil or because these are difficult days, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Okay. So there's my why, right? Because right. I'm not created for this world forever. This is just a small amount of time that I am here. And so that creates a sense of urgency about how I'm using my time in light of eternity in light of what am I doing today with my time? That's preparing me for that day when I will spend eternity in heaven with him. And that really shifts your perspective. And if you notice that there's a lot of action and intention in there, look carefully, right? Um, Not as unwise, but as wise, you know, redeeming your time, making the best use of it. Like these are very intentional things we have to do because we all know if left to itself, I mean, like time is a vacuum. It fills itself with something. And it's, if we leave it to, you know, the culture around us or even the people around us, they're going to fill it with their priorities, um, which may or may not be in alignment with what God is calling us to do. Mm, mm. There is so much there. I love that you point out that these are action words, mm. right? And they are a call forward in the present moment. And we know, I think it's in Psalm 90, that, you know, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years a day. And there's this concept I've been so fascinated with. I talk about it in my book, but you also talk about this Kronos versus Kairos. We are so used to daily living in a chronos way. So tell us, tell us that difference and, and, and really tell us like, how can we, how can we embrace and walk in that Kairos time of the Lord, if that's even possible? Yeah, that's a great, great question. And I love, it's so interesting how those words are so similar to each other, right? Kronos and, and, uh, and Kairos are very close and yet they mean there's overlaps in them because they both deal with time, but it's, it's very different. So I found was really interesting is Kronos is in the Bible 54 times. And that, like you said, is our ordinary daily clock time. It's what can be measured, right? I can measure this with my watch or with the phone on my, uh, the, the, the clock on my phone. These are the minutes, the hours, the days, the months, the years. And the focus usually for Kronos is, is quantity. How much time do I have? Right. And, and the, another verse that I love going back to is just, you know, like, Psalm 139, like he knows all of our days before one even one of them even came to be like, I don't know how much time I have. I don't know how much Kronos time God has given me. Now I had one grandma live to 102 and my other grandma lived to 98. So my goal is to split the difference. I'm going for a hundred. <laughs> I love it. Uh, right, right around the time that, um, that people are listening to this. So I'm halfway, you know, at this point in my life and it creates that sense of urgency because I don't know if, if God is going to give me hundred years. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like. Right. So I'm that, that, that Kronos is focused on that, that quantity, 
But the Kairos is actually in there more often. It's in there 86 times. And that is those moments, those ripe seasons. Like when you think about Ecclesiastes and it says there is a time for everything under the sun. And then it lists all these different seasons. And they're all like in those, those like this and this, like those opposite pairs, right? Yeah. Like, so that is not, I can't measure when that time is. I mean, I can kind of look and see about when does that, you know, cause God's created the world in order. So there's cycles and things like that, but it's more of a felt thing mm-hmm. and it's more of a, a spiritual alignment versus something that I can measure um, with a number. And it's usually outside of just the ordinary my ordinary day and time. And so that one's really focused on the quality, right? Like the quality of the time and and how deep my experience is in that versus how much of it I have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also, you mentioned sort of this, the, 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 the positive way to look at a sense of urgency, like I'm 55 and I think this all the time, right? Like do I have enough time to do all the things? But then it comes down to, it's not really about what I want to do. It's really about what he wants to do. And I think positioning ourselves for those kinds of moments, those in due time moments, it's about obedience and it's about what redeeming your time. Yeah. 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 So how do we do that? Like what, how, how do we actually redeem our time? I think you've got some ways to, especially when we're like, I don't even have time to sit down and quantify my time so that I can right? <laughs> uh, Well, I'm going to say you don't have time not to have time to, to think about your right. time because otherwise your time is, like I said, just going off to wherever. And if you don't actually take the time to be intentional about it, then you're just yeah. losing it. Yeah. Um, but what I like to say too, like when I think about time, um, I, you know, like it's not just a calendar issue, right? It's not just a to-do list issue. It's a heart issue. And I like to say this all the time, busy is not a disordered schedule or a disordered to-do list. It's a disordered heart. And it kind of comes back to your first question. I feel like the world's answer is, well, create this kind of to-do list or create this kind of time block schedule or, you know, like they go right to the calendar, which is very good and very necessary. But I truly believe that, you know, as followers of Christ, we have to look at our heart and our relationship with him first, because that is what drives where our time goes. You know, when we look at Jesus time here on earth, he was very intentional because he did life with God and he knew what he was here to do. And so he didn't waste time. I mean, yeah, let's, you know, we could say, well, he didn't have Netflix. He didn't have a cell phone or whatever, you know, but even if he did, he was so in tune and in aligned because he had so much Kairos time with his father that he knew whose kingdom he was building. And I think that's really kind of a great question to ask, like at the beginning of your day or at the beginning of a time block or at the end, like whose kingdom am I building? Am I building God's kingdom or am I building mine? And newsflash, only one is going to last and it's not that's yours. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, he tells us yeah. seek first his kingdom, right? And he'll add, you know, he'll take care of all those other things. And yet so that's often right. I think it looks at our time, even as believers, we still are oftentimes building our own kingdoms mm. and So I think that is, you know, that's kind of something that we need to have that there. And so what I like to do is start with, you know, start with your heart and look at what's, what's God's bigger vision for me and for this time that he's given me and, and start with that and then take it over into practical things around your time. Yeah. Yeah. And really asking him to show us because, you know, left to our own devices, our heart will do 
what we want it to do. I love that you brought that back to a heart issue because so often, especially for women in business, right? The world wants to tell us how we should use our time and how we can find or not. You can't find time. You can only, you can't make time. You can only find time and you need to find the nooks and crannies and all of those sayings when it all starts with what are we building and for whom? Oh, that's so good. That is so, one of so the things good. that's made the biggest difference for me. I have a sign right in front of my computer that I'm looking at right now. It says with God and right under it, I have my vision boards, right? Cause I want to remember like God, the whole story of the Bible from Genesis one to the very last verse of revelation is really one big story of God saying, I want to do life with you. Will you be with me? And I ran across that a couple of months ago. It's called the Emmanuel principle. And, you know, I always heard around Christmas time and I love, you know, Emmanuel. It's such a great, yeah, you know, God with us. Right. But then I really was thinking like, no, this is like every day. Like, and, and then when you read the Bible in that way, so I'm reading through the Bible this year chronologically, but I'm specifically looking for examples of what happens when we live life with him and use our time with him and what happens when we don't. <laughs> it's very, you can see the huge difference, right? Um, between what that looks like and, you know, and so then, yeah, our time is a gift, right? Just like our money is a gift, just like our business is a gift and we are called to steward it because it's from him for him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Emmanuel, God is with you. Yes. Always, yeah. every day, always in always. So as we get to the last few minutes, so I, I want you to talk to that busy woman who's like, yep, I'm all in. I'm redefining hustle. I'm pursuing success. I'm doing this God's way, but man, I just feel like my time is out of control. Or like we, I don't manage my time well, or I need to be yeah. better at time blocking. Like what are just a couple of things that you can give her that are practical that she can implement? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one is something really scary. Ready for this? Conduct a time audit. And I had somebody say to me the other day, she's like, that's really scary. I don't want to know where my time is going. I'm like, okay, which is scarier? Knowing where your time is going and having to face it or not knowing where it's going and then getting to the end and having regret. Oh. To me, that is that is a worse scary. Yeah, I may not like the results I'm going to see. Just like when I open up my bank account, right? If I'm not keeping track of where my money is going, I might not want to open up that credit card statement or that bank you know, account and look and see where it is. But if I don't, right. it's going to just get worse. Mm. And, and we tend to underestimate how much time we give away to less important things. We mm. really do. And so when, when you do a time audit, it literally, like you have to promise me if you, when you do one, it is literally a no judgment zone. You're not making it mean anything negative or positive about you. You're just looking at where is my time going? Mm. And once you can see it, ideally, like laying out a week so you can see the flow. Now you can start yeah. noticing things about it and notice how that feels, mm. right? And then you can say, oh, that, that feels really good. That's something, you know, I feel like this is what God's calling me to do in, in this area. I'm really redeeming my time and, and investing it wisely. I want to keep doing that. But there'll be probably a lot of things you're like, ooh, maybe not so redeeming there. Maybe not the best use of time. And, and that's where you can say, okay, so what, how could I change that? How could I improve it? But you can't change it if you're not aware of it. Yeah. So that's, ooh, that's, that's the first thing. You got to know where it's going right now. And I recommend doing that whenever you have a big, big transition in life, um, mm -hmm. because of course things are going to change. Um, ideally, I do one of those like about once a quarter. Because I've got some new things I'm focusing on each quarter. And so I really want to be intentional about what does my time need to look like in this next season yeah. uh, for the next few months that are in front of me. 
Totally. Especially with summer, you know, we've, you know, got oh, yeah. kids from college or kids home from school and, you know, life looks different. You're on vacation mode and whatever, but yeah. So it's going to look different than it does during the school year. Yeah. Um, so that's the first one is do a time audit and know where it's going. The second one is to build a time template. Right. And so here's where you want to say, what would an ideal week look like? Um, because mm. here's the thing. Some people are telling me they're like, listen, I'm not a planner, but I'm going to tell you with 100% accuracy, I have asked every single one of them. And is that working for you? And you know what the answer was? <laughs> no. <laughs> so then I say to them, well, moment. <laughs> exactly. Having some kind of a plan is at least, yeah, you're not going to execute hundred percent, but what if you execute 50% or 75%, yeah. you know, at least having a, an idea of where you are wanting your time to go, just like you would with your money. Right. That's it's right. helping you know where to put that in. And I'm a big proponent of you can't pour out until you fill up first. And mm -hmm. as believers that we have to get filled up with him first. And so the time blocking system I teach has refills in your day, two of them. And then it has pour outs in your day, which are three different times. And it's based on kind of who you're prioritizing during that time of your day. Cause you can't pour from an empty cup. That's right. right. Yeah. And then the last thing is really just looking at interruptions and distractions as not just something happening to you, but like, what might God have in this for me? Mm. Um, oftentimes it's a look in the mirror that the problem is not the people and things around me that are distracting. The problem's really in here. It's my disordered heart. Right. And, and I need to, you know, let go of something or, you know, or redefine something or kind of come back to that. So. Oh, so good. So good. Oh, I love all these tips. So Lisa, I know there are going to be people who want to connect with you. They're going to want to like really dig into this with you. So how do they find you? Yeah. So the Redeem Her Time podcast is a great place to go because you can put me in your ear and do whatever life is, <laughs> what's already filling your time, right? And we look at your heart and at your calendar and look at how to God, how to make God at the center of it all. So Redeem Her Time is the name of the podcast. And then I do have a free guide um, that will help you to redeem your time. You can find that on my website or just go straight to redeemhertime.com slash five. And for those moments when you feel like I'm going in a million directions and ah, right, you just pause, spend five minutes going through this one page um, system and you know exactly where your time should be going. And then you do it. That's awesome. And I will have that link to that download, but also to the podcast, et cetera, all the ways that you can find Lisa down in the show notes. So make sure you get down there and get those. Lisa, it has been so awesome to have you on talking about time and redeeming time. Uh, any last words for our listeners about redeeming time? Yeah, I just a reminder for, for those of us who like to, we're planners, we're organizers, we like to feel like we have control over our time. I'm just going to tell you, you really don't. <laughs> and I don't say that like in a way to go, oh, well, forget all this then, you know, but like, Proverbs 16, nine says the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Right. And so I do believe there's intention. We, we already started with that in Ephesians five, there's intention in how we make the best use of our time, but it's, I'm holding it out and like saying, God, this is yours. You've given me this time. You've given me this purpose. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to let you, you know, do with it what you want. And I'm just going to be intentional with the, you know, the role that you've given me. So remembering, although we would love to control it and plan everything we can't, and that's okay because he holds all in his hands and it's way, way better in his hands right. than it is in ours anyway. Right. That hits me. I'm a planner, but I hear you. Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> Lisa, thanks so much for being on. It was such, an, such a pleasure to have you. I know so many people are just going to eat this up, especially this time of the summer and, you know, trying to hold on to all of those summer moments 
And I love mm -hmm. how you teach us to redeem time and connect that directly to scripture. It's, it's just exactly the way that I want to learn too. So thanks for being here. Thank you. Dear high achieving Christian woman listening to this podcast, as you refine or scale your established business, do you ever feel like your outward success is warring with your faith and internal peace? Is overachievement your comfort zone, but it's exhausting you and you just don't know another way to work? What's gotten you this far is not sustainable and it won't get you where God is leading you? Or does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could work with more clarity and serenity instead of frantic energy? Here's the truth. God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. I'm the coach that combines biblical truth and business acumen with a personalized approach for high-achieving women like you who desire to align business strategy and goals to God's truth and break free from business as usual. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call, or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, pursuing success as a Christian woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.